And we are live once more, once again, on the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. Welcome, welcome all. Um, my guests for today are um, Karen and Will from the Skeptic Metaphysicians, which really is a mouthful and quite hard to pronounce for someone whose uh, second language is English, but uh, thank you for joining this is actually uh like i said when we were uh, still off air the first like true couples podcast that i'm doing since i am of course also here with my lovely wife and co-host fireface so this should be a lot of fun yeah th thanks for bringing us on and by the way that skeptic metaphysicians is a big mouthful for anyone not just people <laughs> whose english is a uh, second language uh, very true it, it seems like every time we go on a show they they have a hard time saying it and <laughs> Um, it, I guess that's kind of a badge of honor now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we yeah. just say that you guys are meta PhDs? <laughs> no, I, th I think that's that's a little different, but um, I guess that's that's a good place to uh, to start. And what? How did you come up with the name? Like, I, I did read a little of your your backstory. Of course, but who's the who's the skeptic? Who's the metaphysician? Uh, I'm I'm the skeptic, and uh, Karen is a metaphysician for all intents and purposes. She's always been much more open to these kinds of things, where I've always been more pragmatic of approach. So I need to feel it, see it, taste it, touch it. I need to be able to know for sure this stuff exists. I can't just take it for just sight unseen. Where Karen's been much more of the um, tell me more. I wouldn't say I take it for sight unseen. No, but no. the way I feel it is differently than the way you need to feel it. Mm, so true. makes a big difference. Yeah, I need to see it more pragmatically and and, and more <laughs> more physically. Need to see it to believe it, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean that's that's very much a a man's thing, of course. You know, we are the the pragmatic ones. I mean, I have the the same thing with uh, with Firefay, although I am. Uh, more spiritual, maybe, but uh, she is like we always say that she is very much the emotional one of the two of us, and I am more the rational one. Uh, sometimes to to a fault, because mm -hmm. I sometimes do have a tendency to uh, to want to rationalize everything. Um, so I I definitely recognize that. Yeah. I think that I'm the rational one, sure. For, I mean, not rational one. I, I I need to rationalize things, but I am also emotional. I'm the one who cries the most. Our interviews, uh, I'm, I get very weepy. So Karen's very stoic. She, she, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's where it's funny, too, because, like, there are days where he's the emotional one, and I'm, like, the realist, and I'm like, hunt, snap out of it. Stop. I'm like, what are you doing? So we definitely switch those roles once in a while too. And it's kind of fun to do it that way, right? We're we're here to kind of uh, mix, find a balance between the male and the female energies. Um, and so yeah. if if I follow the path of the male uh, stereotype, um, it might it's it doesn't it doesn't help anything. Whereas Karen also she follows the female stereotype. Uh, it it's it's we're not learning anything. So it's the act of us coming together and finding a balance between the two energies that that makes. Mm -hmm. Our, our journey worthwhile i think and that's why we tell everyone with us i hate saying this but Fox and i i always tell people he's the yin to my yang and 
I am the yin to his yang. And it's just, we're definitely the yin and yang of each other. That's yeah, great. she is. She's both my weakness and my strength. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can relate to that, Karen. I think so, definitely. Yeah, she's the strength and the, and the weakness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's I mean, just... that's why it's so much fun is because we switch. Yeah. When people least expect it. Mm -hmm. well, you and know, that's... keep the people guessing. <laughs> it's the fun part because like there are days where people think that they're going to get the rational side from Fox and then he's all like emotional about it and they're like hey now don't don't dox me too hard there uh. <laughs> I, I always dox you but it's like people <laughs> look at me and look at him and they're like is he okay yeah. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean she she is a little little spitfire um when she gets angry she gets angry um the irish but, temper plus the redhead temper yeah which is so fun <laughs> i mean that's fun you know because it's nice to be able to have that balance mm -hmm. and you know where he has his viewpoints on things i'm skeptic too where there's like i'm not so sure and then he's the same way with me where he switched and he's like, I'm not so sure. So I can see, you know, us and you guys too. Like, you guys like, the, too. like mm -hmm. the situation of today, for example, like Fire uh, Faye managed to diffuse it because she came at it from a female perspective, like one female to another female, which mm -hmm. makes it a lot easier, of course, because, you know, me, relatable. Me, yeah, yeah, mo yeah. That that mostly like I can relate to women stuff and <laughs> <laughs> kind of happy that I don't. <laughs> we definitely have a lot of stuff to relate to, but will you do a pretty good job? Yeah, thank you. you I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, I've been beaten beaten into submission. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna uh, keep yeah. her around, William? You think you're gonna, gonna keep her around? Oh yeah, no, she's stuck with me in such a hard way. She doesn't even realize how I hard she's to get stuck away. with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is with me and Fox too. I try to push him away. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, but the more you push, the closer I get. It's uh, it's weird. It's like a, it sounds like a song. It does. <laughs> it should be, it should be a song. I mean, it's it's probably used in so many song lyrics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what uh, kind of things do you do with your group? Like, what kind of things do you guys do together and stuff like that? Gosh, we are. Pretty much together 24-7. We work together quite a bit. Uh, we both work in television. And um, sometimes we work together. Sometimes we work separately. We have our podcast together. And we have our just there's a lot going on we've got a bunch of plates spinning and they're pretty much all together um when the pandemic happened he started working from home and i've always been a freelancer well not always but for the last 10 years so i work out of home and i thought oh boy we'll see how this goes but honestly <laughs> once they lifted everything and started people started going back to work we preferred him working at home <laughs> so we we really do well together um it's surprising there was not there was never too much togetherness but it's also not like a weird needy thing you know he goes and travels and i can do my stuff and it's totally fine so we we're very fortunate we have um we have a really pretty good solid relationship yeah we, we've been very lucky to find each other for mm -hmm. sure we've been told by many many people we've had over 130 episodes uh ep yeah, episodes of our show and uh repeatedly we've been told yeah you guys found each other and you guys been together for many many lifetimes and um you you belong together and you can you can feel it like mm -hmm. when you were around us, it, we just been together for a lot of years and we feel like we still have that, that excitement, right? Yeah, that, that newlywed thing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's dumb, but it's so cool at the no, same it's time. Not, it's, it's, that's, 
that's us too because um when we're around each other people say the same thing and i did research and him and i have had many lifetimes together too and that's where it's like you guys are talking about this i'm like oh my gosh they're the older version of you and i hun <laughs> well i mean not 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 that much older let's let's get oh you'd be surprised <laughs> no. <laughs> yes let's just just go with that mm -hmm. yeah like, yeah that. yeah I mean, uh, like what? F five years, perhaps? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half years. We'll just do two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Even five, I'm good with. You know. I mean, you know, <laughs> both being early, early thirties, so thirty-five, forty. Okay. Oh yeah, my sure. God! I can't afford to bribe you anymore. <laughs> oh, just making sure you stay on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would start looking at my watch. Oh, oh, wait, wait he's, he's saying I'm 30 something. Yeah, I'm staying. I'm sticking around. Hey, don't. We got all night now. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. How about some more of the endorphin? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, you both work in, in television. Like, isn't that must be like something, especially with um, the whole, like, especially during, uh, during the COVID years, I imagine it to be quite challenging. Mm. Yeah, you could say that. In fact, that's mm -hmm. how we that's how we started everything um, because we were doing things in person and suddenly we weren't able to. So we had to find a way to uh, bring the shows on, to a virtual set somehow. And this platform that you're using now is the, exactly the one that we came across and we, we've used to keep producing our shows. Um, of course, there's no comparison, right? As soon no. as it uh, everything lifted... We went back in the studio or back in the field right away because it's just that's just no comparison to, mm -hmm. to being live. Yeah, I imagine it being a lot more difficult too because, um, like when you're live, when you're actually in person with someone, it's much easier to to read someone and much easier yes. to like really like feel feel the energy in in the room and feel their energy. Like if if you know, am I hitting the right spot? Should I go down this road or stay? Oh, you know, man. kind of stay, stay safe. Yeah. Could I, could I have you talk to my boss? Because that's the same conversation I'm having right now. <laughs> uh, so in my, in my, day job, yeah, in my day job, I just, um, I inherited uh, a, a huge, huge territory that, that uh, forces me to travel a lot more. And um, I mean, it's, it's a good thing, but I, I think, I don't know what they were smoking when they decided to make this territory this big, because I do have to go to the markets and I have to, to your point, not only is it easier to read but then i can get my point across much stronger too if i'm in person yeah. because then because i can read them i can see okay this isn't hitting so let me try a different tactic or something where zoom you just like like i'm on my phone you know well yeah oh yes okay mm -hmm, right right so it's not it's not as impactful it's not as easy to do things. yeah, yeah no, that's, i was on that's... the front lines the whole pandemic so i can understand what you're what you oh, mean wow. oh wow well thanks for your service that's mm -hmm. that was a well, great, great I, only, I only did the food i only was able to do food. I mean, you um, know, food is you, big. You, yeah, still, food is, yeah. you still kept people fat and yeah. fat. Because that, 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 I fried chicken. Oh, <laughs> so she's at fault. Ah, <laughs> that's my fault, fault that I got I gained these 50 pounds. What the heck? Yeah, sorry. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can see where you guys are coming from because, like, with my brother, um, his job went into um, virtual. He said it's been really hard because he got spoiled in the way that, you know, he stayed home. He answered the phone calls and then he was able to um, disconnect, I guess you guys could say. I mean, I know you can't see the air quotes, but um, he disconnected himself and he was able to able to do what he needed to do. And he said it was very hard because somebody that he works for now wants 
wants to go back to in person and a lot of people are like no no i mean that's where like with me and my sister-in-law she was on the front lines too as her job because she had to work on the emergency room side of things so she saw the medical i saw the food so it was hard you know because everyone's like oh yeah it's so hard being stuck at home and it's like me and her look at each other like you're stuck at home <laughs> like you're lucky we had to we had to have, learn how to navigate only being able to be around our teams because like the way that they did it is they because they were cracking down so hard you had to be on a team and couldn't see anyone outside of your team unless it was your family and if you came in contact with anyone that had COVID, who had to stay home for three days. Like, no questions asked. You had to stay home. Wow. And it was hard. Yeah, we all tell them so, they're in little bubbles. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where I'm like, I wish I could have worked from home. I wish I could have. Right. But when you think about it, I, I sometimes it gives me pause because, like, we are here talking to each other across mm-hmm. thousands of miles across, and we're all talking about a shared experience that only happens once in a generation, mm-hmm. if that. Mm-hmm. Right. We all experienced the COVID pandemic. We can all talk about how that affected us in in different ways. But it's something that I never expected to live through ever. And it's something now our daughter, who's 12 years old, will have that for the rest of her life. Oh, my baby's 13. Yeah. But when they get older, uh, people are going to, you know, when they have kids, they're going to ask them, what was it like living through COVID? Right. We have this story, this shared experience that a lot of people, most people, never thought they would have and most people probably wouldn't have wanted to have but we have it now mm-hmm. we've all gone through it and a lot of it, a lot of terrible things happened a lot of people lost their lives and that's that's an absolute tragedy yeah. but a lot of good hard. things happened came yeah. because of it too and that's Karen and I are trying to focus on that because and that's where I'm thankful too because I found Stein throughout this whole thing Mm. Well, there we you go. did actually we actually met during the pandemic which is just you know great for a, a long distance relationship <laughs> like let's right. let's get into a long distance relationship during a worldwide pandemic sounds like uh, a, like well, a great plan we, we couldn't really leave our houses anyway so it probably wasn't that different than if you had lived you know five What's blocks that? away it's like our version of, it's, it's our version of of the boy in the bubble right yeah we but, learned how to adapt to yeah. with our relationship too because i was able to share my love of the paranormal with fox i was able to share that with him and we started watching like amy's crib and stuff like that and then we were cooking the same meals together and then eating together and we were really able to have our weird version of a date night and people were like well (laughs) how do you do it oh we basically write each other what the recipe is that we're following for the night we're going to make it together and then we're going to sit down and eat watching the script on youtube (laughs) yeah that's that's kind of beautiful it is. I mean, we, we do all the same things that like a, a normal couple would do when they're, you know, when they're at home, make each other's favorite food, watch each other's favorite shows. Mm-hmm. It's just we do it at like, what is it, four, four and a half thousand mile distance? Uh, 4,881 miles. But who's counting, right? Yeah. <laughs> Six inches. So is this distance going to be permanent or do you think at some point you'll... One of you will will make the move. Um, I want to be able to move over there. Really. Um, I miss like the thing is like no offense to Americans, I have nothing against them. I just don't feel home here anymore. I just don't. So we figured that it would just be best for us as a family that we would be together over there rather than here. Yeah. 
Makes sense. I can understand yeah. that. If it doesn't feel like home to you anymore, then for sure. Makes mm -hmm. perfect sense. Now, have you guys ever met in person? We did uh, um, about once. a couple years ago. It was right after the pandemic and things were starting to lift. He came to surprise me for my birthday because I didn't think he was going to be able to do it because, you know, the restrictions were kind of still... Mm -hmm little bit icky so we weren't sure so he surprised me for my birthday and he came i, I found the... yeah i i found a way around so to speak i can i can be i can be crafty if i need to all right so let me get this straight you guys are married correct spiritually spiritual marriage okay, okay yeah. so you're hand fasted mm -hmm. or, i mean that's yeah. the term that we yeah, use when we pretty, were on the yeah, cover right so much, i mean not, not officially yet but like energetically spiritually we are we about okay. basically as as did vows together we basically okay. did our vows together so, and so you, you just haven't done a ritual yet no no okay. um, not, not officially yet but that is something that no. we uh we want to do although it's gonna have to be on two continents unless you wait uh, till she comes move in with you and then you do it there together right we're gonna that's, actually, that's, what the plan what is been, is plan we're is. gonna have a hand fest. my plan is we're gonna have a hand testing <laughs> here with our tribe the Greyhorn pagans we're gonna have that with our tribe and like the closest ones to us and then because our fame is ordained so we want him to do it with us and then um i found i'm gonna start crying again but um, I was talking to my mom yesterday and I found the perfect location for the one here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then he found a perfect one over there for his family. Cause that's what we want to do is I don't want my family to have to go international mm -hmm. for it. And I don't want his family to go international for this one. So, so we want to kind of do two celebrations, even though we'll technically still be married on his side we want to do that for his side because some of his family can't travel mm -hmm. and i don't want to do a live cast because i want them in person i want to be able to celebrate with them and that's my plan is i want to be able to do that with all of family not just one side yeah, that's gotcha. not fair yeah, mm, that makes perfect sense so where fox where are you uh i'm in the netherlands oh, okay so. i was wondering where there was <laughs> yeah no yeah uh here in the the Netherlands, uh, mm -hmm. small small country, big impact. Yep, I've been there. Mm -hmm. We both have. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, but that's awesome. that's that's really our plan, indeed. Like we we call ourselves married and husband and wife because I mean we we basically are like we bicker like husband and wife already. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Even our tribe calls us out. They're like, um, "Ma, why are you fighting with the Yarl? Oh, that's just what we do. I mean, they're already calling us out. So. <laughs> yeah, but you know, to get back to the the whole point of you know having to deal with it and having to to learn with the like the whole pandemic thing and all it it did bring out some of the more creative sites in in people you know like like us mm -hmm. for example we made a long distance relationship work when basically the whole world was locked falling down apart. so mm -hmm. yeah lo falling apart lockdown yeah and, and for and us it, i'm sorry for us, that that's how our show came to be because it was uh, right as we were locking down. I I lost uh, my mind, for lack of a better word. Uh, the typical um, what uh, the term the dark night dark, of the soul. Thank you. Yes, dark night of the soul mm. thing where uh, suddenly you looked at yourself in the mirror and you went, "Oh my God, this is not who I thought it was." Right, and mm -hmm. you're faced to to face. You're forced to face to face those uh, shadow versions of yourself that you just aren't proud of. And uh, through the course mm -hmm. of figuring out 
trying to figure out a way out of the darkness. That's where the show was born. And quite frankly, if it wasn't for the lockdown, I don't know that I would have um, been able to get through it as as well as I did. And that's why I'm thankful for Fox too, because I do suffer from that too, where I was in a very, very dark place before I met him. And it made me realize that, you know, there is light and I do need to give it a chance. And Fox can tell you, I fought him tooth and nail for the first six months of us being together because I was so scared. Mm. Yeah. And doesn't sound familiar at all, Karen, does it? <laughs> I faced my I faced my demons pretty hard and he he loved me through it. He saw me at my darkest points and he loved me through it. And you know, I wouldn't be the person I am today if it weren't for Fox. And I'm not saying that lightly. I'm not trying to be mushy. I'm not trying to do that. I'm being one hundred percent real and raw, but mm. he saved I, me from myself. I know exactly what you mean. And Karen does too, because I mean, she saved me in a big way. If it wasn't for Karen, I would not be who I am today, for sure. Hands down. And yeah. that's how it is with him too. It was reversal too, not to give too much information out there, but he was also fighting his inner demons too. And mm. we were able yeah. to help each other through it. And we became stronger than we ever have been. And, you know, his family adores me. I mean, his family absolutely hands down adores me. And Yeah, they do. That's a big plus. I was not expecting that at all. Um, when I first met his mom, it was for Father's Day in 2020. And it was his sister and his dad's birthday as well, because they all fall around the same time. Yeah, and so my my father has party. that so perfectly timed out. Like, there are so many years when his birthday is, like, on Father's Day. And he'll expect two gifts. Like, one for his birthday and one for Father's Day. So... That's my father and mom for you. It just so happens that, his, that your father... Uh, and I share that in common, actually, because my <laughs> birthday is right around there. And same thing. It falls uh, sometimes. It was the same weekend this year. It was the same weekend. And I mean, we, we to your point, father's point, we get the short end of the stick. Don't well, you hey, even. Let me, never. let me finish. Before Karen, before Karen. You weren't a father. <laughs> that's true. But the thought of <laughs> celebrating Father's Day and my birthday at the same time would have caused me to go into tizzy because how fair is that that you sort of just the one celebration for both now karen has been wonderful and has made it a very uh poignant she's a very she's been very adamant that we have to celebrate separately separately yes and even though sometimes it does land on the same day he then um does something extra special so she does give separate gifts and she does separate celebrations and things like that so <laughs> But yeah, I can relate to your father. Uh, I, I, not fair. It's like, that's why I love them so much is because, you know, even though him and I are at a distance, I hate calling his mom out because I know she listens to the show. But the memory that I have is I had a little too much wine, a little too much wine. And she's like, birthday she, she forgot that I was on the phone still. And she's like, Ox, I really like this one. She's a really good one. Yes, mom. I know you said that now twice. She can still hear you. And she's like, oh, well, I'm not, no, I'm going to go get some more wine and, and enjoy family. I'm just going to go downstairs and like maybe eat something and you have fun. <laughs> and then you know oh like it was just and then i talked to his sister and like that's where it really like was magical because like his family is very stoic very quiet 
my, and I my, da- to my his... dad is like he's the Your dad's he, more so than anyone else. Like he's the, the he's the businessman, you know, pinstripe mm-hmm. suit, you know, yeah. drives drives an expensive car and all of that, you know. So, so pretty pretty I, much the exact opposite from what I. <laughs> I was kind of like a little apprehensive about me meeting his sister, you know, because it was just like you know because of past. Who's kind of a little apprehensive. I spent three hours on the phone with his sister picking on Fox for three hours. It was glorious. <laughs> And yeah. that's how our friendship started. And Fox was like, be prepared. My dad doesn't talk to many people. Just be prepared. He's kind of like my brother. He doesn't talk to many people. Just be prepared. He just doesn't talk. Two hours later, him and I are laughing, enjoying each other's company. And Fox is like, good Lord, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you really hit it off like right away, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which is... Which is special seeing my um, my history of um, like the the girls I used to bring home. Um, let's just say that not, they weren't the, not, exactly the good. Not many of them were approved. Yeah, Karen, Karen, <laughs> so... I don't know anything about that. <laughs> no, so oh, you're just... you're totally innocent. Yes, of course. I mean, <laughs> oh, my boyfriends weren't approved of either. So neither <laughs> were mine. The only one that was lots of uh, artists and musicians. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. oh, oh yeah. I mean, those are the ones to ones to uh, to have fun with, but not yes. the ones your parents will approve of. Right. And just find a good well, boy. Yeah. Oh, that no. was the discussion too with mine. Was like you know. It was funny when I started telling my parents that, you know, I found someone. My dad was just like, correct me if I'm wrong, but just a week ago, Firefay, didn't you come out as gay? No, I did not. <laughs> so it was, it was a very interesting conversation to have after coming out of the closet. It was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, wrong closet, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did literally come out. Hold on. Yeah, no, that, that was that was quite interesting, actually. Uh, like we were both with dating, both having had bad experiences. So Firefield was just like, you know what? Forget men. Like forget men. I'm just gonna gonna go for women. Like they're you know they're they're prettier and all and much sweeter. I can relate to that. them. Yeah. And then she met me and was like, well, well, what, what women? <laughs> well, there was that idea. <laughs> well, it was, it's kind of embarrassing because like some of my family members are just like, how do you guys do it? And it's like, well, very easy. We met during the pandemic, so there was not much we could do on that front. And yeah, then that's, that's for another bonded <laughs> that's I mean, for greyhorn after dark uh, yeah that's 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 the after show <laughs> <laughs> that's the subscription model one <laughs> that's for the only fans version right right, right. greyhorn pagans only fans oh god no. No. <laughs> now there's a business idea for you wow. oh god oh jeez anyways before Who's i start doing this thing now? right sorry mom but... <laughs> We probably make good money too. <laughs> his parents listen to the show, so we apologize to his mom and his dad. But that's the thing. Mom too, and dad, we had like... nothing to do with it. It was not. <laughs> we just innocent bystanders just sitting around. You were totally just making up reasons for us to talk about our, our private life. But that's the thing too, where it's like that's where Greyhorn Pagans came to be too. Was you know I was in a dark period. Fox was in a dark period. 
We're both. I'm an old time witch. Fox is heathen. We combine the two together, and Greyhorn Pagans were born. Very cool. We have a whole show on that one. Well, you started your show basically just to, um, like, to have something to do, or to like to not go go crazy, or was it just something like it was. a side hustle grown out of proportions. Uh, uh, wow. Um, none of the above and yet all of the above, I guess. Uh, it was really, I started it as a way for me to process some of the stuff that I was going through. It was therapeutic. It was very therapeutic. Mm. Uh, I would just have these conversations with, with people about different spiritual topics and put them out for people to listen to. Not to, for people to listen to, but for it was a way for me to get them like affirmations out in the universe. Like, this is what I want. This is what I want kind of thing. And it helped me to process some of the emotions, some of the dark shadows I was experiencing. And um, little by little, um, it just picked up steam. And sometimes Karen would come on as a guest host and we interviewed some uh, great people and had so much fun together that it just made sense for her to become a full-time co-host. But it still didn't happen for a while after uh, in mm-hmm. fact, we were going to, um, after a while, I felt better. And the show, I do everything myself. So I find the, the guests. I uh, recorded the shows. I edited the shows. I created the show notes. I do the marketing. I do everything myself. And it was taking up a lot of time from the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, as because I was feeling better and it wasn't as needed for me anymore, we decided that we were going to close the show. We're going to sunset it. And in the process of doing that, uh, Karen just out on a whim, just Googled the show, wondering what would come up if, uh, if she Googled, um, the show name and I'll let Karen take it from there. Oh, well, um, yeah, I really didn't know what to expect of anything. And, um, the Google results came up and there were, I found this area that had, I clicked on it and there were all these pages of reviews. Like, I don't know how many pages of reviews and they were all five-star reviews, which was great. And we, didn't even know we had one review and people had written <laughs> paragraphs about how our show had affected them, which really shocked me because we interview people. We're not explaining anything or teaching or we're, we're the ones asking the questions for other people. Mm-hmm. But somehow so many people have found that very helpful. Um, one of the great reviews from that page was a, a, a gentleman who was saying that this was his constant source of hope and surrender and inspiration. And that, that blew me away. And so I thought, wow. you know, well, we can't, if we're helping even one person, we can't stop this. Mm. So fortunately he was able to find some really great software that cut his editing time down in half. Um, and so, yeah, so we've, we've kept going since then. And mm. now we've, you know, now, now we know where the reviews are yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and we love them. We love when people comment on the show or, you know, the specific episodes or whatnot. And it, it's been, it's been great knowing that we're helping people. Yeah, it, it went from because we're not really we weren't podcasters. We were just uh, folks who were recording conversations and putting them out. We heard about podcasts. We put it on podcast platforms and things, but we didn't know what we we're doing, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we went from a show that was meant to help me, us, because as a byproduct, it would help Karen for me to get my crap together. Uh, it went from that to now we are helping others while at the same time still learning a tremendous amount as we go through these interviews because every time it's like an onion, right? Every interview just um, (laughs) peels off another layer Mm -hmm. into what reality is. And the more we find, the more we peel, the more we find there's more to peel And that. That's super, super exciting to us. And what we believe in or what we think keeps changing. 
Mm. It'll switch back and forth. And, oh, wow, that's an interesting point. Or I never thought about it that way. And so now I feel like this. And it's just really been growing and developing like the show has. We're, we're growing along with it. And we've we've gotten, you know, some, like I said, some great reviews. We won a Signal Award, which we were really excited about. And um, yeah, so we're Congratulations. Here we are. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun ride. Tell us a little about um, about that. Like the, the I never heard of that award, let alone that I knew that there were awards given to podcasters. Um, yeah, the Signal and- Awards. It was the first year they just launched them in mm-hmm. 2022, and uh, we were uh, nominated for in the spirituality category. Uh, we were one of four shows that made the the finalists, and then um, there's uh, four different awards, right? Gold, silver, and bronze, and there's also the listener's choice. And um, people would vote for what show they liked, and um, and then we would also have judges from Netflix and HBO and all these really mm-hmm. big places that yeah. would they equated oh, it wow. to like the like the Emmys, but for podcasting. Right, it's like the Emmys for podcasting, uh, and it's actually oh, okay. done. Uh, there's a there's a company that does the Webby Awards. Uh, it's the same company that did these Webby Awards for websites and digital platforms, uh, mm-hmm. and they just spun off their own the Signal Award for the podcasts. And um, and we did we won we won the the bronze, but we also won the Listener's Choice, which is the most important one in our estimation because that means that um, people voted for us uh, on their own accord and because they wanted to show their support for the show. And that meant everything to us mm-hmm. to win that particular award. Uh, you know, it was yeah. nice to come in the top three, but but the listener's choice, that that's the big winner. I mean, the listener's I choice. Put this or... hashtag in here. I can put this hashtag in there. Couple goals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listener's choice or people's choice or whatever, like that's that's the award that you want. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, Definitely. that is your your audience, like quite literally saying, hey, you guys are the best. Exactly. Professionals may not think so, but what what the hell do they know? <laughs> we are we yeah. are your audience. It's it's yeah. about us. Like yeah. we are the one like also very benefiting yeah. from yeah. this. But even t- t- when you look at all the spirituality podcasts out there, all these shows to to get nominated to be in the top four to begin with is monumental in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And then to also yeah. place uh, to get to get bronze uh, was even to get an award at all was was we were very grateful. Yeah. That's really cool. That is definitely so, something we could aspire to, huh? Yeah. I mean I, I've been like I'm pretty new to this still. I think um, I mean the grammar pagans as a as a tribe is older than the, the podcast itself. I think I've been doing this for a little over a year now. I believe it was March last year that I uploaded the first episode. And it was, um, I believe, October last year when I started the first uh, bigger series, like getting multiple people on and other podcasters as well. Uh, our first series was on Ragnarok, like Ragnarok, the mm. uh, the end of the world, uh, the apocalypse, if you will, because, you know, we were kind of looking around us. And I mean, it truly did like look like the apocalypse, you know, everything came tumbling and crumbling yeah. down. And like we saw so many things that uh, especially mm. the the religious texts, you know, the, the Bible, uh, mm-hmm. the, the North Germanic versus even the um, butcher this, but the Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, is that uh, right? Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like so many stories that uh, that are in common, but like just told in a, a slightly different way. So mm-hmm. like we really set out to you know, to find those stories, compare them with each other, and we were like, holy shit, there is quite a lot to tell. 
actually yeah. like even from from the bible if you compare it to uh, you know the texts from scandinavia from all uh, the uh, the old germania texts and uh, the bhagavad gita and like all those texts even the bible which you know pretty much stands out as its own there was so much even that, the native american teachings too Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just so so much of it. Like we lived the longest one we did was like six plus hours. Like I literally sat here all night, wow. and I, I I didn't have this like comfy desk chair back then. <laughs> I had like a a plain wooden chair with a cushion. Um, <laughs> so I was pretty sore afterwards. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically. I think how... I've never seen you in quite as much pain as that night. It was quite oh, comical. It was such a long night. Um, mm. That's that's why I don't do like those. I remember I called you. And I was like, anymore. Oh. Well, no, I I literally looked at the time and I was like, oh my gosh, they're still going. And I looked at the time and I was like, I've been on for six hours now. Yeah, he, he should was... call him. And he like sometimes I'll just get so wrapped up in in what i'm doing especially if i'm you know on the podcast we're just having someone really interesting on and we touch on you know a lot of good like good topics and we find a lot of things that we have in common then um i mean i've had that like just a few a uh, few weeks ago actually we'd be going on for you know two two and a half hours um and i like i usually try to stay around the hour hour and a half mark because that's you know, it's always it's a it's a pretty good pretty good mark you know mm-hmm. you can you know leave something for next time maybe but mm-hmm. then i just get derailed and go on for yeah. you know, two and two and a half hours i believe with brenda from horrifying history but that's that's also because mario Faye took over of course uh spooky lover with a a lover of all all things spooky with a horror podcaster um (laughs) that i should i should have known uh but we went on for like a good two and a half hours till the point that i was that i had to cut it off because i was like hon we've been on for two and a half hours uh (laughs) like the sun has come up i should go to bed like i I know you're having fun but i need to go Mm, yeah and that's why i like doing it too because i've actually formed friendships out of some of our guests that we've had on sure you know yeah Yeah, i'm very thankful for those friendships because the thing is i'm a very introverted person so for me to even be on here is way out of my wheelhouse like this is huge for me i mean me talking to is like Ugh. but mm-hmm. you know i've formed some really good, good friendships out of this mm-hmm. and i'm thankful for it you know because like you guys said earlier you connect with every with people from across the world mm-hmm. yeah. you know i'm connecting That's... with fox in the netherlands i'm connecting with you guys in the u.s it's just a nice platform to connect with anybody and everything and talk about anything yeah. well not anything Absolutely. but you know what i mean um yeah, no, that's a that's, lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's another one of those things that really like came out of the pandemic. You know, like I said, people had to get creative. We needed to find platforms to, you know, at least connect in in this way. And I mean, we found it. And yeah. well, that's it's been a struggle for most um, employers too, actually, because uh, as you mentioned, a lot of people just refuse to go back to the office Mm -hmm. and maybe it is because 
you know, they too had that dark night of the soul. I mean, for a lot of us, it's been like a, a collective dark night of the soul. Uh, we've been pretty much thrown into that darkness. Yeah. yeah. And But then when you look at it, in the, when we were forced to go inside, the planet reaped the benefits. The dolphins came yeah. back to the canals of Venice. The mm -hmm. I mean, everything everything became better for the planet. And then as soon as we opened up again, wah, wah, there we go again. So... What does that tell you about humanity? That we don't learn. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I forgot who it was I and was listening to at one of... point. I forgot who I was, I was listening to at one, one point, and uh, they were talking about the fact that uh, when you take the scientific definition of what a, um, what a virus is, it fits exactly to what humanity does. We spread like a virus. We destroy everything we get in contact with, and uh, we populate faster and faster and until and we we have no regard for our host so we're killing the planet and that that's the definition of what a virus is so uh, yeah, I mean, there you go i i get it i think but i think that's also because um we are basically told and we are taught that we are the apex predator like we we consider ourselves higher than nature higher than the animal kingdom like we can make nature and the animal kingdom bow to our will mm -hmm. so therefore we are higher well you know we really should be living with mm -hmm. nature cool. like we yeah equal to and mm -hmm. You know, speaking of the animal kingdom, there's my co-host. Uh, <laughs> he always has to uh, to make himself known, especially when it's uh, when it's more spiritual, metaphysical topics. Uh, and he just and he wants the attention. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. You're uh, familiar.
Yeah, he uh, he really is. And honestly, he yeah, you got a nice butt. We know, okay. <laughs> and honestly, he is one. Uh, I want to say three gingers, if I include my include my daughter. That's um, that really helped me through the pandemic. Is having just having a cat around the house, another living being who mm-hmm. does talk back to me, and he mm. he, he talks back. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sometimes wish he didn't talk back so much, huh? Yeah, I mean he can be quite quite talkative, and he most certainly has a uh, <laughs> a strong opinion. He'll let you know when he's not not enjoying himself. Um, but just a, a living creature, just someone like I said, who you can who you can talk to, who you can follow with on the you know the the dark nights really mm-hmm. helps. So that's the. Like I get it that you know it 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 helps me understand that very cheesy, but we are all one. Like we all come from the same source, and there there is no we are higher than you. I mean, we we basically think we're higher because technology. Well, I mean, it's helpful because otherwise, you know, we wouldn't be doing this, and mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't have had your therapy slash podcast. Um, yeah, Fox, so. I, I, I wouldn't give, uh, wouldn't count that term out uh, as as cheesy. The fact that we are all one is what we've lost sight of, and I think we need to remind ourselves that we are all one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The divisiveness in this on, on this world right now is what's causing the problems. So when we say when we discount the term "we are all one" as cheesy, it it's uh, it almost like um, um, we're apologizing for feeling that way and i say stand up for it man uh we are all one be proud of it and mm-hmm. scream it from the top of the mountain because people more people need to hear that more people need to understand that because right now we ain't there yeah i think that was the other side of the pandemic coin it in some ways it brought us together but in some ways so many people became so isolated and so alone not leaving their homes not having that human contact and then their feelings of fear and anger and all of that became fueled so i think the more we do realize that or or even shout out that yes we are one you know i've got your back you've got mine we'll work through it all together we'll be that community i think it's so important yeah and animals go right along with that because we are sharing this planet and uh think about what, what was that show karen that we watched that was about uh, what's happening with climate change and all the plants were going that, extinct oh, and things like that. So many. Yeah. Well, there was, <laughs> so many of those there was a show like that. And it, was, <laughs> and, and it showed what it was like when different animals were no longer mm-hmm. on the planet. And there was like the, the last uh, whale on the planet um, oh, that could yeah. speak. And um, uh, and the danger that that poses to the planet, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was mm-hmm. eye-opening to say the least. And also like when you're hugging your cat or when I'm hugging my dog, you ha- you get that feeling of love. You get, you feel that connection. I mean, it's tangible. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it's so much. Yeah. She calls me her dog a lot. That's why. I want to have you too, sweetheart. <laughs> That's the, the uh, Skeptic Metaphysicians after dark show. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But this is, this is what our show is like. Yeah. We, we have fun. We, we, we laugh a lot. We don't take ourselves seriously. We take the topic seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we find that that's, I think we need that more in the world, right? A little bit more levity, yeah. a little more uh, fun in our lives. And so we tackle these topics in, that are so important to share and talk about, but we do it in a fun way where it's not like, 
So you know, we heard that now we got you know, <laughs> oh God, help me, please kill me. I can't know. I want to learn about this stuff. I don't want to learn it from you. So yeah, you gotta find other places to and go. That's why I like the quote that I have on my tea bags once in a while. My favorite one that comes across once in a while is laughter is the most universal language. It is yeah. across all species, actually. Yeah. You know, every every species, every you know, cat, dog, probably even fish have their way of laughing their way of smiling you know their mm -hmm. way of portraying happiness and it's and... so oh go ahead no sorry go ahead i was gonna say it's so easily contagious i don't mm -hmm. know if you have all seen that video I, I don't know if it was made in denmark um where a man just walks up to a, a crowded bus station and just starts laughing it's like a social experiment he just starts laughing to himself just but out loud no he's out laughing out loud right. but he's just nobody knows what he's laughing at and they mm -hmm. start kind of giggling and next thing you know everyone at that bus station is laughing and they don't know why you know they're just laughing along with this guy who's laughing and it's this nice just minute or two of just joy just because yeah. for no reason and it's wonderful and just you know, just imagine how much their their spirits got, you know, elevated for yeah. even that just, you know, one or, or two minutes. Um, mm -hmm. you know, that's it's it's beautiful. And um L laughter, that vibration that, that comes with laughter and joy, it yeah. up raises your vibration so much that yeah, uh, it, it's that's what we need, right? The the planet is stuck in this low vibe uh space where everyone's so angry and divisive, if we could just laugh a little more together, it would raise the vibrations. How much nicer would be the world that we live in? Mm -hmm. If we all just, you know, laughed a little more. Yeah. 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 No, I think, I think you definitely make a, like a great point there. Like it's so much about the, the us versus them, the, the divide and conquer black mm -hmm. versus white, red versus blue. And, yes. um, you, you know, the whole political system, like playing into that so well, um, like that's, one of the main reasons why, like, first of all, I mean, I, I do have a TV standing back there, but I just have my, uh, my desktop hooked up to it so I can, I can choose to watch what I want. You know, if I want to, if I want to watch a movie, I watch a movie or something on YouTube or Odyssey or like whatever platform there is. And just by doing that, it saved me so much it saved me so much like low vibrations and whatever mm -hmm. and like i i do notice that, that you know my parents being well, 60 years old se seasoned as Fe always says i need to say i can't call them old i need to call them seasoned <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just sounds like you're getting ready to cook them that's true I don't know. <laughs> no. um back when my grandfather was in to kind of change the topic in a minute this is why i say the way i say it back when my grandfather was in hospice he seasoned with grace because he was able to walk this planet as long as he has and he has seasoned the earth with that's why i call Absolutely. everyone seasoned oh okay okay yeah it's it's a nice nice image mm -hmm. yeah it's a very nice sentiment i like it yeah, like, i guess that's i guess like, that's why pepper and salt old. right well he's not old he has just seasoned the presence of this earth with his presence as long as he has and now it's time for him to go back to source right. mm -hmm. that's a beautiful thought beautiful sentiment and on that note my kid always <laughs> made me dinner i have to go eat dinner it was nice meeting you both Likewise. really did enjoy this yeah thanks for having have us on show with you guys that's fun of course. yeah i mean uh, uh, i will uh, leave i'll stay on for uh 
for a little longer. I'm I'm not done yet, but uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, can't, can't let dinner get cold and let um, nope. the the little one get disappointed. So yeah, absolutely, no, absolutely. Oh, I will get the death glare of a lifetime if I leave my food. So he got, I will... He's got that from his mom. So <laughs> let's know. It was nice meeting you both. I hope to see you guys again on soon. Likewise. Take care. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Thank you. And I will talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love her for so many reasons. Um, but as I was, as I was saying, like my parents, they they still watch the news. I guess you know for for their jobs as well. Like my dad mm -hmm. works in the um, the economic se sector, uh, like trusts, trust companies, and all that. My mother has always um, worked a lot of local politics, so I understand why they kind of have to keep up with the news but every once in a while well uh when i'm with them and like i always always stay late i mean they're my parents so yeah but they they always watch like the eight o'clock news and i'm just sitting there like yeah okay like now i remember why i don't watch tv <laughs> like yeah. why i don't watch the news or read yeah. the news it's all just i, I can't you know, remember i can't remember the last time i watched the news whether it's you know in the states here it's you know fox news or cnn or nbc or whatever cnbc or msnbc or all the whatevers i can't remember the last time i watched the news for that reason it's it's all based in fear right they're, they're trying to keep everybody yeah. in fear and that's not that's not where my vibes is, are anymore i don't like that i do still have that news break app on my phone i still get notifications mm -hmm. on the news i still read the headlines but i very seldom do i go into mm -hmm. the the actual story because i know it's gonna be biased one direction or another well, I watch it from time to time just because I like to know what's happening. Sure. You know, whether or not I take the opinion out of it, but it's like, okay, this law yeah. passed. Okay, well, that sucks. Now this, yeah. you know, but just so I can kind of know what's going on and then yeah, prepare no. myself. Yeah. And <clears throat> I would never take that away from you. I think it's it, it, mm -hmm. whatever fits for you. For mm -hmm. me, it just draw me, drew me to the dark too, yeah. too quickly, too too easily and i didn't like the way i felt so mm -hmm. i just i just cut it out altogether it's understandable uh, i mean for for some people you know they can they can handle those those low vibrations a bit better than others they are not as affected mm -hmm. um as affected by it i mean fi fire Fay definitely is um more sensitive to the to those lower vibrations um mm -hmm. so that's why she uh when she kind of falls into a, a bit of bit of despair then you know she can like i mean to call her up when she's just left but um <laughs> <laughs> like she can she has a tendency to really really wallow in it mm -hmm. like when she when she gets down she gets down and um but you know luckily i know her well enough by now i know her energy well enough by now that i luckily always managed to to pick her back up but it's it's hard yeah. for yeah. some people yeah for me it's more because i recognize the ugliness that i had inside me mm -hmm. before right it just it speaks to that dark part of me that i don't like that i don't want inside me anymore so mm -hmm. i just i just cut it out it's like a cancer to me uh yeah the uh the confrontation yeah that's yeah. oh that's uh, that's even that's even worse like seeing yeah. your own shadow side in something something that you have gone through well i so i started much. in i started in television in news so i know that world very very well and i know what or how easily it is to bias the information going out and believe anything that any of the newscasts give me anymore because it's gotten to the point where at least when i was in news we we tried to keep a semblance of impartiality but this these days that's doesn't exist anymore now you're either on one side of the aisle or the other and karen and i are both smack dab in the middle 
we're independent. Right. We're registered independent. We don't belong to one party or another because we prefer to vote for the person that we feel is best for the country. Yeah. These days, it feels like neither party that neither option that we're getting is any good. So um, we just kind of have to pick, you know, what's the best of the worst. <laughs> the least bad. <laughs> the least bad. Yeah. The, le the lesser of two evils. Basically. Yeah. And that's yeah. Not how it should be, you know, yeah. we, we need to break up the two party system. We need to bring in more, more things that we, you know, let's, let's just get rid of the parties and just vote for the person that you want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, that'll never happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we work with a, uh, a multi-party system here in the Netherlands, uh, which just, fell for the third time. Mm -hmm. uh, so a third, third cabinet that um, didn't make the four year term. Um, oh, yet, wow. yeah, yet somehow we still keep electing the same prime minister. <laughs> yeah. Beats me, you know, yeah. he is like, the, that's, the, that's like the, the last, definition of insanity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically like the last three out of four uh, where he was the sitting prime minister fell. So I mean, either, either something's wrong or he's doing something wrong. Uh, but like, it's, it's not okay. I, I like, I don't, I don't think it works at all. Like two parties obviously doesn't work. Multiple parties. It's, it's too much of a hassle, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, I, you, you, I had faith that somewhere else in this, in this world, the, the stuff was working, but not to tell me the Netherlands of all places. <laughs> the Netherlands <laughs> is God, no, man. Oh man. I know. Right. And, oh, you know, we, we're, like we're a monarchy even like we we have a we have a king pretty much king in name only like he yeah doesn't, yeah he doesn't then, do much other these than... days that's how it is really but yeah come on like you just crushed all my hopes that anyway somewhere someone was getting <laughs> you got their shit together but, damn it all right i mean that's yeah, just... i mean i'm i'm of the opinion that we just we should build our own system well it's funny because we, we interviewed elizabeth april a while ago on our show and uh, Elizabeth April is a starseed, uh, very famous um, for her connection with the outer planets in the Galactic Federation and all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, what she told us was that on the show that was that it's been prophesied, prophesied, whatever you want to call it, that uh, within foretold, for, yeah, whatever, yeah, someone said, right, I, <laughs> playing telephone, um, that. All of the institutions had to fall before we got our act together. And that within two years, they were all destined to fall. We're talking our governmental uh, uh, foundation. What, what did I just say? The um, institute, the governmental institution, mm -hmm. educational institutions, uh, uh, every, every institution was going to fail uh, within two years. And I think we're a year in already. So. I think we're seeing like some of the banks are now failing and things like that. So every time something like that comes up, I'm like, oh, oh a little bit April said, right? So mm -hmm. um, I'd say we're we're well on our way. Now. Mm -hmm. uh, most empires don't live. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, it's 250 years. And it's kind of scary, right? Because, you know, we've got a daughter who's 12 years old and, you know, this, everything falls. What are we going to have to like, all of a sudden we're living in a post-apocalyptic world? I mean, how, how, you know, what, what does that mean? Um, you know, remember Wild West in this, in this country was not a happy time and we don't want no. to go back to yeah. that. It's, it's, it's very much romanticized, but I, yeah, I, but can, it is not. I can imagine, <laughs> uh, no. you know, playing, playing, you know, kind of loose with the... Mm -mm. Lose and fast with the, with the law and you know lynching parties and whatever oh, no, I yeah. think. I, I mean, I hate to say this, but it kind of feels that way in the states these days, right? Mm -hmm. When with all this, I mean, even like 
the the government agencies or the 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 institutions we have in place right now that are actually bringing us back to the oh my gosh 1940s yeah, and 50s. so many steps backwards yeah. it's scary it's scary yeah. especially for a woman it's scary yeah uh, and nothing I'm, I'm not i don't i'm not wanting to preach or anything I, like i said i'm i'm we're very much in the middle we we're very uh, we see both sides of the equation by all means but what we don't agree with is the is the scaling back of the uh, of the rights the freedoms that different people have like women and people uh, of color or people who uh, love someone different than us or who feel they're in the wrong body, things like that. Our mm -hmm. our thought is if, if you wouldn't want to be controlled, then why control others, right? If, the, if everything that you're saying, if you stand for is less control, less control, less control, then why are you pushing control on others that are not like you? Mm -hmm. That's that's where we kind of draw the line. I mean, who, who says they aren't controlled? You know, there is oh a hundred percent. They're controlled. They are so good. They're more controlled than anybody else. But they just won't, they refuse <laughs> to. They refuse to see it. They're being controlled by their own fears. They're being controlled by their own. Oh look, yeah. Let me get off the soapbox <laughs> before I get into trouble. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, you're you're right. I mean, I I don't know who uh, from who that quote was again, but something along the lines that a a failing empire or a a failing um, country, failing system will like rack up laws like crazy for every new thing a law will come out, and I mean that's exactly what you're what you're seeing in the states. I mean, like for 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 us across the ocean, just got to say, it's good entertainment. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, my God. <laughs> you. oh, no, you're welcome, it, but damn it. No, I don't want to be your entertainment. It's, it's, it's kind of it's dark entertainment. Yeah, but, no, you know, it's, it's, it's dark experiencing it, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's but, you know, for us, it's uh, for us Europeans, at least it's kind of confirming the stereotype. If like, you know, those crazy Americans, you know, yeah. they do. Whatever the hell they want to do, and like they really do it in their own way, on their own terms, and like other people, what they're other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sadly, yeah. that's true. Yeah, and, and, and we go. It goes back to we all are all one, right? The, mm -hmm. the people that are controlling this, uh, the ones that are entertaining you, are not remembering that we are all one. It's very much a there's not enough to go around mentality when mm -hmm. in essence we've all learned learned the universal law states that there is more than enough for everybody because uh, we are all we're we are all creators we create yeah. our own reality so um if we can just keep that in mind we are all one and we can all create abundance together then um, then this division this conflict wouldn't be there but mm -hmm. people are forgetting that again back to that we're all one and there's not enough in their mind there's not enough for everybody so i gotta hang on to as much of it as i can because uh, when the world falls down i'm gonna have mine and i don't really care about anybody else yeah. i'm super preachy today you are very no. preachy today. <laughs> no but i mean it's it's unfortunately the the harsh reality of this world like we're so involved with mm -hmm. ourselves and you know as long as as I live a good life, as long as I have everything, you know, I want, which also keeps increasing, you know, the grass is always greener. So mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how good you have it. Someone else is like always having it better. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I got a, a brand new phone. Oh, I got an even newer phone. Like, eh. <laughs> you know, thank you. Social so, media. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's it's I uh, it's it's something we 
keep mentioning on the podcast, like everything is uh, like from social media and technology and whatever, it's, it's all, it's a tool Mm -hmm. and you know, a tool isn't inherently bad or good. It's how you use that tool. It's for what purpose you use that tool. Like you can use a hammer to, you know, build a shed, to build a house, but you can also smash someone's head in with it. It doesn't make the hammer, doesn't make the hammer evil. Just we're getting to a whole other conversation about maybe we should outlaw hammers. Would that fall under the second amendment? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For someone who lives in the Netherlands, you know a lot about our country. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody else knows more about it than we do. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually. We don't teach yeah. us yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, like you're, you're trying to stop us from te- being yeah. taught all the kinds of stuff. Erasing our history mm-hmm. and all of that. Please don't do your own research. Uh, oh, let... God, heaven forbid. <laughs> just take the spoon fed yeah. direct that they're giving you. Just in case we're going to ban those books. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's burn them so yeah. they don't just exist at all. Right. But I, you know, I think like, I honestly think those institutions they that they have to fall. I think April is. I mean, I've been I've been saying for for a while now, and that's that's also why I did the uh, like the whole series on uh, on Ragnarok. I do believe that there is another reset coming. Mm. I do believe that there is another reset of humanity coming. Call it like ice age, mud flood, whatever happens in the in the past. Um, I mean, we're seeing it already, like we're already getting like pretty much split down the middle of the, the people who like are looking for, for solutions are looking to expand their mind are looking for, you know, gnosis, enlightenment, whatever you want to want to call it. And the people who just have a, a death grip on the existing failing system and refuse to let go. Very true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, we had this, got into this really long conversation the other day at dinner with uh, some friends, some new, brand new friends we just met. Um, and we were all pretty metaphysical of mindset, but coming from, at it from very different directions. Uh, we had a Hindu at the table. We had two Israelites at the table. We had an agnostic. We had different people, different thought processes, which was what made the conversation so amazing. And we're just talking about things like Ragnarok. Right? Mm-hmm. When you look at the story of Ragnarok, the question then lies, is Ragnarok in our future or is Ragnarok something that already happened and we are on the path afterwards? Uh, and that's what makes it interesting to think about because there is some evidence this is not humanity's first time around. And then we started talking about the Big Bang, right? And the fact that the universe is expanding and then at some point the theory is it's going to come back and contract. And that contraction is what uh, causes the, the waves. So how many times have we been here? How many times has the universe expanded and contracted how many times have we tried this and failed or i would think if we succeeded we probably wouldn't be here anymore but um that's the stuff that makes you think right we have no way of knowing mm-hmm. no way of tracking that but it's interesting to think about i guess at some point hopefully once we pass over once we cross over we'll know the answers yeah we'll better have the answers because you know that's what i'm counting on <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's it's it's fascinating that you that you put it that way because that's that's really that's pretty much the question I started every podcast with. That it's in, in like every description. Has it already happened? Mm-hmm. Is it happening? Are we moving towards it? And I think all the above. Because time isn't time linear. isn't linear. Time is mm-hmm. circular. And 
like we know that resets have happened you know we're we're finding more and more evidence of it that there have been like at least technologically advanced people or civilizations mm -hmm. before us like we are not the pinnacle we would like to believe we are right there's just there's just too much evidence that you know says otherwise mm -hmm. um yeah, all you have to do is uh, look at the, the Matrix trilogy. You got the answer for, right there. For example, I mean, you know, it, it, I, I believe it was uh, it was Keanu Reeves himself, I believe, yeah. who said, like, it's not a movie, it's a documentary. Right. Yeah. right. And that circular timeline, right? We've done this before many times. Yeah. Like, maybe that's where deja vu comes from. Like, that just came to mind. Like, the, the feeling of, hey... I've been here before. Maybe it's like a timeline crossing over. Maybe it's you know the the point of where you are again at the cycle, but like right. moving. Well, don't moving forget forwards. Don't forget that Morpheus said that was a glitch in the Matrix. That feeling of deja vu. But maybe that glitch in the Matrix is just that they, they, it, like we talked about the onion, right? The realities have been layered on it, on each other, and that's just the, the glitch is remembering our past reality where we're just here, our past timeline. Oh, we yeah. can go down a big rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think timelines is like it's such a fascinating one. Like, there, there, I think there are also too many people who would who just like to point fingers at CERN and are like, you know, oh, once that started up, like that's when the whole Mandela effect started, and mm -hmm. that's when we moved into a different timeline and all of that. They they do some some shady stuff there. Um, yeah. You know, speaking of metaphysics, I think they they go like quite deep into it there. Um, but to point at them for being the whole reason, I think you're missing so much. I think you're missing a big point. Yeah. And then you get into the thought process that everything, they say everything happens for a reason. Everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. uh, the Oracle said it in the Matrix, right? Everything that's supposed to happen will happen exactly as it's supposed to happen. And if that's the case, maybe CERN was supposed to screw everything up. You know, or maybe it's other, you know, maybe if there's one scientist in the world, there's going to be some screw ups right? because it's the act of the universe exploring itself is what makes it break. Um, there's been a big controversy about the world is trying to find the world's smallest particle. And just when we think that we've found the smallest particle possible, we look deeper and find another smaller particle. And that's because the act of us looking for the smallest particle is what creates the smallest particle. Mm -hmm. So the more we look for the smallest particle, the more we're going to find the smallest particle and it will go on forever. And that's what people or scientists, I should say, are not realizing. Quantum physics states it, but yet quantum physics is so nebulous to, to other Newtonian, Newtonian scientists. They, they just won't accept it. You know, going into things like string theory and whatever, like it's, it's, it's also, it's so fascinating. And like a lot of spiritual people and spiritual communities will you know, say things like, oh, you, like you chose this life before you, like before your soul came into your body, like you chose your parents and you chose to you know, do this and be with, you know, with that. And then like, you can attach the whole discussion of like free will to it. Like if everything is already predetermined and if it's supposed to happen, do we have free will? And if so, does it affect anything or does, does it like go together? Is like, we have free will or do we have just like the illusion of free will yeah. because everything is already determined and we're just yeah. thinking that we're making these decisions. Yeah, we are like already supposed to be making those decisions. Yeah, and I don't know where I land on that. I'm of two minds. 
because uh, I sometimes it's nice to think, well, I, you know, doesn't matter what I do, it's supposed to be happening anyways. I can do whatever I want because it's supposed to be happening. <laughs> it's very freeing. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> freeing. <laughs> but at the same time, I've also heard that it's not the exact thing that happens that's preordained, but rather where you end up. That's what's preordained. It's just how you get there. That's up to you. Okay, so like they the the start point and the end point are predetermined it's you know life is what happens in between yeah it's like those those time travel movies where no matter what you do you try to change the past you can't because you'll get there in another way instead the the butterfly effect the for butterf example. Well, yeah, the yeah. Butterfly effect, though, the butterfly effect says that you you alter the course of history by stepping on the butterfly but there's other school of thought that says that there are fixed points in time that you can't change, but you will, if you try to change it, inevitably you will get to the same place in time in a different way. Uh, if you didn't step on the butterfly, but, but the, the butter, that stepping on the butterfly made uh, Kennedy's assassination, then if you didn't step on the butterfly, Kennedy would still be assassinated somehow because some other temporal path would open up to make sure we got there. Let's just say that, for example. Oh, oh God! So what are those uh, those movies again? That has every millennial scared to drive behind a logger truck. Um, <laughs> oh yes, the final, final destination. Uh, final destination. Yes, yes, yes. So it's kind of to to me that kind of sounds like the 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 butterfly effect meets final destination. Like either way, it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just how I long mean. is it gonna take? And who else is it going to affect? And will it affect their timeline? I mean, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if I want to put it to the test because mm -mm, I'm, I'm on a good path now. I'm not messing that up for nothing. Well, speaking of paths, I have to take the path to put our daughter to bed because it's uh, getting close to 10 o'clock here. Oh, so yeah, she will be cranky if she doesn't get enough yeah, sleep. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I've got to run. I'm so sorry. Yeah, This, this has been a oh, great no, conversation, but... I do have to work tomorrow as well. So uh, thank you so much for having us on. We really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Fun. No, you're you're so absolutely fun. welcome. Uh, before we get off, um, plug, your, plug your stuff. Uh, anything you you want people to, to know where they can find you, um, something big you're working on. Sure. The Ooh. very best place that you can find us is skepticmetaphysician.com. There you can subscribe to our show. You can listen to our show. There you can watch the videos there. You can send us email or voicemails directly from the site. You can connect with us on social media you can send us um uh, feedback you know reviews you can leave us reviews there uh ev everything that you need um as far as our show goes is there as to what we're working on that's big i think karen wants to share something with you. Uh, do i well we are going to be transforming our podcast to broadcast mm -hmm. so oh. we're going to be making the skeptic metaphysicians a show um and we've got a little network action involved with that but that we're, <laughs> we're still a little you know keeping that on the down low for now yeah but look for the skeptic metaphysicians television show uh on your television set or your device whatever it is that you decide to choose to watch your videos on soon and it won't be youtube it'll actually be television so stand by oh that is pretty awesome i will yeah. definitely keep an eye out for that one that's Ooh. that's a major project oh yeah oh yeah and uh the other other buzzword you should keep in mind is ethereal just think just keep that name in the back of your your back pocket i guess mm. ethereal <laughs> okay okay sounds very sounds very promising yeah. i'll uh i'll definitely uh keep it in my back pocket and keep it in mind keep an eye on yeah, very cool Right. Thank so you. yeah, thank you. Thank you both very much for uh, 
for coming on. It was a, definitely a pleasure. And um, yeah, I'd love to uh, to do this again sometimes. I mean, it's getting pretty late here. Doing, I'm supposed to have uh, supposed to have drivers class at uh, like eight o'clock, and it's uh, three thirty. So. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. <laughs> Good night. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You know, they're they're insured, so if I crash, it's not on me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're in the Netherlands, right? Okay, yeah, we're good. We're yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 safe. You're safe. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, uh, thank you both very much for uh, for coming on. Uh, thank you, Firefay, for uh, co-hosting for at least like a good hour before mm -hmm. uh, before her kiss needed his attention those darn kids always pesky kids man <laughs> i know right and a little dog too <laughs> Well, uh, thank, you, but, thank you so much for inviting us. This was a, really a whole lot of fun. So uh, much fun. And it was a pleasure meeting both of you. So thank you. Likewise. Thank you very much. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, plug the, the grammar peg and stuff real quick. But uh, if you have to leave, you can leave. That is perfectly fine. You okay. can linger until you click off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I want to thank everyone for watching. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find the Greyhorn Pagans, the Greyhorn Pagans podcast, everything we do on our website, www.greyhornpagans.com. Uh, we also quite recently launched a new merch site. So we have new merchandise, all very cool, very fresh. You can find all the links on our website, of course. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, uh, share it with your brother, your sister, share it with your nan, share it with like total stranger on the street. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcasting platforms, don't forget to give us that sweet, sweet five-star rating that always helps us a lot. Uh, thank you all so much. Again, Karen, Will, thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, good night, everybody. Bye-bye.